assuming that she fucking him. We're assuming. So, I mean, you went from some to that. Right, cameo. What? Are, you shit, bro. Are you being serious? I'm sick of your shit, bro. Like, like, it's like, what the fuck? Are you being serious right now? Is it confirmed? But some of these hoes ain't queens. Some of these niggas ain't kings. Because now I'm sick of y'all shit. Holly, I'm gonna say at this point, Holly, I'm gonna say I'm sick of your shit. It was some dog food. It was churches. It was church. Don't tell nobody that story. Don't tell nobody else's story. I'm in the world right now. Cancel this shit. Cancel this. And so the last. Cancel this, bro. Leave it. Hey, just move on. BC, ask me something else, please, because. I mean, at this point, I I just want to kind of wrap up and ask, what is it that you sick of? What what were y'all sick of tonight? Everybody who's watching live and for those of you that are going to stream on one of the many many platforms that we are on uh, this evening thanks for tuning in to the I'm sick of y'all shit podcast I'm your girl B don't start none won't be none C I'm here this evening with of course our dear um, Holly Rod but he's he's Kwame Holly this evening yeah. and we also have a special treat uh, we have Kenny Kenny Diamonds is, is on with us um, as well so Holly, what's up, my guy? My fault, BC. My nigga, Kenny Diamonds, what's the deal? I'm, I'm sorry, BC. Go ahead, go ahead. Kenny go doesn't ahead. have a Kenny doesn't have a cool name. He's not part of the Cool Kids Club, but you know, whatever. We're we're gonna we're gonna get him there. We we're gonna get you there, sir. That's all but good. welcome. That's all good. Appreciate welcome. the welcome. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm delighted and excited to be in this thing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talked no good shit in a minute. So, I'm here. Let's get it. Ooh, you were you were enunciating words, and that kind of makes me excited a little bit. Anyway, all right. I'm sick of y'all shit already. I'm sick of y'all shit already. I mean, I mean, it's Monday. It's been raining. It's it's hey, the sun was out today, and it just kind of did something to me. So, um, all right. Well, let, let's check in. Let's see how everybody's everybody's week and weekend went. Uh, Kwame Holly. Let's start with you. How how's your past week and weekend been? Listen, y'all, I'm uh I'm over here drinking and I'm smoking as usual. Um my weekend was was um it was pretty laid back. I didn't do too much but uh watch the NBA playoffs. Shout out to the Lakers, Laker Nation. Uh Kenny Diamonds is a big Celtics fan, so I know he hating. <laughs> of course you would try to throw that out there because your team lost. See, I already see how this. I'm art. Look, y'all said I get to say I'm sick of some shit. I'm sick of this nigga already. Wait a minute, your your team lost too. We we the eight seed. We the seven seed. Got a favored. We the seven seed. So what? They're the reigning champs. We the seven seed. 
Laker Nation, we got as many championships as any other team. Uh, yes, we went down up. on the road in game one. With an asterisk. Y'all caught up with an asterisk, nigga. Because of the bubble? Facts. Wow. Okay, look, we, we can move on. That's all I did, BC, over the weekend. I, I watched the NBA uh, playoffs and uh, the Lakers. We got an uphill battle, but uh, we're we going to come out. All right, well, well, Kenny, uh, Kenny, dear, what did, what did you do over over the weekend in this past week? Since well, I can't say since we last well, spoke, usually you're on the back end side and people don't get to see your your face. But what what, what have you been up to, sir? So, so clearly, I've been watching NBA as well because I did watch the Lakers lose. I was I was attentive of that, and I, I did watch the Celtics play as well. But you know, I spent my weekend mostly playing. Uh, Play, well, watching the NBA and playing NBA 2K. Yep, I'm still gaming. Benjamin Buttons, that's for and me. You trash, and you trash at 2K. Uh, but what about that baseball, though? Baseball ahead, is uh, a, Miss BC, baseball. <laughs> you might want to go ahead and take over from here because he really – I was going to say, I, I, hush mode, I do believe he just got put in hush mode. He, he ain't saying nothing. He's not saying anything else. I have – I have a bone to pick, and I, I might circle back around at the end of the show and, and pull it up. My daughter, as I said last week, was supposed to graduate on Thursday. Her school is the size of a city block, and they did not have a plan B for rain. And so because it rained, they decided to put it off for two weeks instead of moving it inside of the school that is ridiculously large. And so, you know, insult was added to injury as we were out to eat celebrating my youngest uh, graduating from fifth grade. And literally there was a whole nother school graduating at Sporting KC. And so my bone, I have a bone to pick with my daughter's high school. But, you know, other than that, I've just been painting and trying to woosah and I don't know, getting my water wings, I guess, because of all this daggum rain that we've had. So. Really quick, because, you know, locally, we have had a lot of stuff happen over the last week or so. And so I feel enough has happened that we need to kind of get your guys' take on it. So I'm, I'm checking in on what's happening locally. Um, Holly, how do you feel about uh, Pooh Shiesty? Who? Pooh Shiesty. Pooh Shitty? Oh, I, I forgot you pronounce it differently. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah, you got to pronounce these these uh, these uh D-list rappers, these D-list artists. You got to pronounce they, they, uh, their names right. So um, there was a previous incident uh, where Pooh Shitty was supposed to uh, appear at an event at, uh, uh, or perform at an event. I don't know what the details were and, uh, in Kansas City, and that did happen. And so uh, then uh, I think over the weekend or over the last week, there was another incident uh, with another D-list artist that Kansas City decided to bring. I think he goes by the name of EBTG. Um, I, I believe ESTG is, is what most people call him. But, but you know, your pronunciation, again, you know, you do things a little different on, on that side of, of the state. So, tomato, yeah, tomato. Know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a professional writer. Uh, so I, I take a lot of pride in being a wordsmith. And I think sometimes I can sound out words that apparently the rest of the world, y'all y'all might be reading it wrong. So Pooh Shitty, uh, first he skipped out on an event in Kansas City. And then there was an event with uh, EBTG uh, where a promoter brought him in to uh, do a walkthrough. And, and uh, so basically uh, EBTG, he tried to put the promoter on blast and say, you know, these motherfuckers only paid me for a walkthrough. 
Uh, they paid him $25,000 for a walkthrough. And then when they wanted him to perform, when he got there, uh, basically the story goes, he wanted some more money. Uh, his fans were there in the building. I guess he actually has fans in Kansas City. Kansas City, I'm just sick of y'all shit uh, because we should have a little bit more pride and arrogance about ourselves. Uh, I don't believe that any of these D-list artists can go anywhere else in the fucking country and get a bag like they can get in Kansas City. $25,000 for a walkthrough is just fucking unheard of, right? You're a D-list artist. Why are you even getting $25,000? I wouldn't have paid this nigga a penny over $50. And that was for him to perform four songs. So no, I'm sick of y'all shit. Uh, from what I hear, the promoter said that um, he usually does events on his own. And uh, this time he decided to partner with some other promoters. And that was why the deal went sour. Uh, but in my mind, I'm just, I'm sick of Kansas City promoters and they bullshit and how they continue to bring just anybody to the town. And these folks would not get that type of a bag anywhere else. Who the fuck is EBTG? Who the fuck is that? Kenny, have you ever heard of these niggas? Pooh shitty EBTG? Who the fuck are these niggas? I'm, I'm not familiar with my guy. Like, I, I, I ain't never heard of these niggas. 25 grand? That's got to be some bu a bullshit number, though. Like, niggas is, like, they pulling your car right there on some 25. They, they meant 2,500. Had to. No, it was 25 grand because um, EBT, he actually posted um, the contract. He actually posted like the, the, the top portion of the contract where it said that it was a, a um, it said performance contract at the top, but then in the details, it said he's been paid for a walkthrough 25 racks. So, no. That, that I'm telling you the number right. I told you I'm a wordsmith, nigga. I can read. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the PPP funding ran out. I really, I really don't know, because um, you know that money ran out pretty quick. Um, that's a lot of money to bring, you know. And it's funny that you're mentioning D-list rappers because I mean, I'm not. I know we have pictures. We're not going to share because I don't think they're share worthy. But I know some some people posted some stuff on timelines. We actually had a pretty big rapper here, and people still didn't know how to act. They showed up. Wearing some of the most, I don't, I don't even have words to describe it. So apparently, you talking about the uh, the little Boosie, Boosie at Boulevard. Yes, night? that was that was the rapper, and the pictures yeah. that I saw were were not. I I don't know, like it wasn't a good look. I I just I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. And Kenny, I don't know if you saw the pictures or not. If you didn't, you don't want to see them. Um, if you could you picture like. I if you could picture had, fuzzy uh, slippers, the there were a lot of chicks that had the fuzzy slippers, only they had them on their eyelashes. And then there were a lot of plus size women in medium dresses and pantsuits and wrestling suits. There was a lot of spandex that was, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think spandex is supposed to look like that when you put it on. But this was a big, big town rapper. And so if they showed up like that to the big, you know, to the big rapper, I can just imagine what it looked like, you know, when they were expecting uh, Pooh Shitty, as, as you call him, and our EBTG. Uh, when they came, you know, they were they were dolled out in, I don't know, duct tape and trash bags. The thing about it, I think Boosie uh, being the, the type of nigga that he is, I think that he likes... Um, that type of ratchet shit. So Boosie might have been right at home. I've seen Boosie shout out all Put the beautiful women that he always sees uh, when he's in Kansas City. So I think Boosie was right on, right on par with 
the way that they was dressed. I did see that post from Boulevard Nights that went out and, uh, you know, I apologize to uh, some of the people that were in those pictures, but uh, y'all look like a goddamn fool and y'all y'all did not represent the town well. I would be curious, though, if EBTG got 25 racks for a walkthrough, what did they pay Boosie? Who, would Boosie be an A-list, B-list? He'd be, he be up there. He's definitely higher than EBTG. He's and definitely Boosie. higher than them niggas. Absolutely. He's got to be. We've never even heard of these other two. He's got to be higher. Gotta be so. How much y'all think they they pay Boosie? But listen, I want to meet the nigga who paid 25 racks. Who's that nigga? Like, really, bro? You spending that for EBT? Nigga, I ain't never even heard of these niggas, bro. Yes, I've never heard of them either, bro. And and I'm telling you, um, you know, BC, you brought up the PPP loans. That has to be where this money is coming from because niggas (laughs) is just throwing away 25 fucking racks for a walkthrough, right? Like, like. Right. Here's the other thing I heard. Uh, I heard Fabulous was in town recently. Fabulous was in town. He was paid to come and do a walkthrough. And he and did a show. The, and the DJ played four of his records. He grabbed the mic and he started performing for his fans. That's what A-list, B-list, motherfuckers that are top-tier artists, that's what they're going to do. Like, the fans are out there, bro. Like, your fans are here. Fuck what happened with the promoter. You're here now. Your fans are wanting to hear you perform. You didn't just got paid 25 racks. Motherfucker, you owe us a performance. I don't give a fuck what the contract said. That's bullshit. EBTG, I'm sick of y'all shit. Uh, Poo shitty, nigga, please. I never listen to your fucking music. I don't give a fuck how many of these young bucks tell me to. And whoever the promoter is, if anybody watching the show, listening to the show, if y'all can get word to that promoter, tell his, tell his ass I'm sick of his shit too. Because you could have put, put that money into something that was a little bit more, made a little bit more sense. What the fuck? 25 racks for a motherfucker to just come through and appear? That's bullshit. I mean, it's funny because one of the commenters said something about an up-and-coming artist. I I, I, I get the come-up because that was a... I mean, honestly, you went from nothing to going to Kansas City and all you got to do is walk through. You probably didn't walk through very slow. Probably didn't take any pictures. I mean, hell, when uh, Tank and Nelly and and all of them came to town back in February of last year. I mean, Nelly was charging like 50 bucks for a picture. This dude literally just walked. I don't know how big Boulevard Nights is, but I I mean, how much was it per step? Like literally, because this is not a place where you, you come and walk through and stay and hang out. When you do a walkthrough here, you literally, you walking in the front and you cutting out the side by the bathroom. So if not you didn't see him. Racks. Not for 25 racks. 25 racks, nigga. You performing, dancing, selling hot dogs. Uh, valet and cars, all that shit for 25 racks, and you ain't finna get on the mic. Now, that don't make sense, but I guess mm. they say some of the new artists, the young and up and coming artists. I think, oh, look, man, that was that was GT, bro. That was our nigga game tight that said uh, in the comments that he was an up and coming artist. And G- game tight, I'm sick of your shit. The only reason that you would even know that is because you got a young buck son. Who probably <laughs> listen to these niggas? You're not listening to no goddamn pool shitty and EBTG. And if you are, nigga, I'm sick of your shit. Fuck out of here, bro. Up and coming artists. These niggas are nobodies. They're fucking trash. They not worth twenty five thousand dollars on nobody's planet. Period. Mm-mm. Fucking walk through. What else he you got, BC? We, he said we got to get educated. Huh? Okay. Well, speaking of educated. Um, I want to take some of the the listeners and the viewers back. Uh, a few podcasts ago, we had a whole conversation in which we talked about, um, 
I believe it was was a boosie. It was wearing a t-shirt that he didn't have no business wearing by proxy. He thought it was cool to wear the shirt and and you and, and our dear cameo had a nice little conversation about it. So sticking with our whole little local theme, uh, Street King apparently has come up with something that he wants to call the waterfall. You guys had a chance to see that? Yeah, listen, let me go ahead and speak on it. Uh, DJ Street King, if, if you're watching or if you're listening, anybody that knows him, if if, if y'all watching or listening, uh, it might have been last year or the year before, DJ Street King, he posted a video where he said he came up with the newest, hottest dance, uh, the new hottest dance. And I he was calling that. Remember that shit, KD? So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, he posted this fucking dance video of him saying that this was the new hottest dance. And uh, he was he, he he started calling the dance the waterfall. And uh, DJ Street King, I said to you at that time when you posted it that I was sick of your shit uh, because the waterfall was nothing more than a copycat, a carbon copy of the fucking shimmy. Uh, we talked about the shimmy. I think it was last week. Uh, BC, me and Cameo, you know, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that some of the younger brothers in our fraternity. Uh, they do this this move that they that they've called the shimmy for a while, and um, you know we we don't condone it. It's, but it's something that our younger brothers do. Kenny Diamonds, you very familiar, uh, okay. you being a noob as well. And uh, at the time, it was like you know a a street king, bro. You're doing the fucking shimmy. That is a capital stroll, and uh, you are trying to name it as as the new dance. And I told him I was sick of his shit back then. But what happened was, I think last week or over the weekend. He reposted it on Instagram, and he said, "This is this is still the newest, the, the 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 hottest dance out." Can we can we play that clip just so y'all can? I just want my viewers to see what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> is that called the waterfall? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Streets, what is that called, bro? Oh my is that called the waterfall? <laughs> Did you see? All right, so look here. You're going to learn. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> Here's why I have an issue with it, man. Like, um, if nothing else is just embarrassing, bro, it's embarrassing that uh, we in the black community, in our urban communities, we are so uh, naive and uneducated when it comes to the college and the professional, the, the, the corporate culture, right? Here this nigga is, he's doing a full-fledged fucking shit. That's the shimmy. That's the shimmy. Might as well just do the balls. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. DJ Street King, my nigga, you, you bro, you've been my nigga for a while. Did you want to be a capper back in the day? Because back in the day, bro, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I'd have really been on your fucking ass about out here perping because that's considered perping. That is not something that um, you came up with. That is something that is the property, proprietary property of a, a, a Greek organization that has existed long before any of our time. And I just think it's embarrassing, bro, when the people from our community, especially somebody that's a DJ, I'm pretty sure DJ Street King, uh, I'm pretty sure my nigga DJs, college parties. And uh, what happened to knowing your audience, bro, knowing your crowd? Um, 
there are some young brothers in Kappa who, you know, they do this dance at every fucking party. And if they would have saw this nigga Street King doing that shit, they might have wanted some fucking smoke. Me, I don't give a fuck, bro, because, you know, me, Kenny, we don't do the shimmy, bro. But at the same time, bro, that is a move that our younger brothers are doing. And I just think, bro, that, that we, we, we should have more responsibility in our communities about being educated on such matters and uh, not out here looking like a goddamn fool, bro, because I'm going to tell you, anybody that is in college or was, was in college for a semester or two, they see you doing that shit, and they're going to be like, they're going to think you a Kappa. Like, look at this Kappa nigga. Oh, I didn't know DJ Street King was a Kappa. Like, my nigga, I'm sick of your shit, bro. You need to cut that shit out. Cut the fucking buffoonery out because it's a bad look. It's not a good look at all, bro, period. Kenny, come on, bro. What, what do you I have? You what just, say you? <laughs> like, I mean, I understand you guys are both like, very. You, no, no. you guys are very both anti-shimmy, and I understand that. Maybe someday we can try and come up with some kind of a fundraiser and see if we can raise some funds and see see if you might bust out a shimmy. But it's just the fact I'm not even that, and I understand you don't do that. I've seen enough videos on on Instagram and stuff to know that's what they do. The younger generation put on the small short pants with the big shoes and get get in the line. And they just shimmy across the street, make whole little video productions. But it's still the fact that's what they do. And then the fact you're going to call it the waterfall. Like, you nothing nothing else came to mind besides the waterfall. It didn't even look I, like the know, waterfall. I, I don't know if he, uh, I think the guy that was recording asked him if he was going to call it the waterfall. And I don't know if he officially called it that because he was like, I'm going to name it tomorrow. So I don't, I don't remember if he officially called it that or not. But my nigga, that's the shimmy, bro. That's and uh, you might. You might as well just pulled out a cane and started saying, yo, goddamn, bro, it would have been the same reaction. Like, why is this nigga perpetrating, bro? You out here forte faking. All of my old school niggas that, that's followed me over the years, y'all know about the whole fiasco with, with, with George Forte and forte fake. This is a prime example. Uh, Street King, you my nigga, but I'm sick of your shit, and you need to stop all that forte faking, bro. You need to stop it, for real. It's not a good look. He speaks the truth, though. He speaks the truth. That's real talk. I mean, it's, and that's why I really, just shit, I'm right in line with what he's saying. I really didn't. I, I thought I had came on here to kind of go at this nigga, you know what I'm saying? But he, I, I mean, shit, nigga, you spot on with that one. What's the next topic? Like, stop yeah, doing this no shit, bro. Street King, stop no all that shit, Street. Stop but that shit, bro. Too skin already. Kenny was enunciating. Yeah. I thought he was going to bring some big words to the, like, we got to jump him into that thing um, as a podcast. I thought you was going to come out with a big word mm -hmm, or something. Mm -hmm. They coming, they coming. I got to ease you in. I got to ease you in. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, moving right along now that we got kind of Kansas City out of the way. Y'all good? Just take a breath. Maybe take a drink. Kwame, you good? You good? Yeah, go ahead. Take take, take a little sip because we about to uh go into the play-ins to the playoffs. And I know since y'all was watching it all weekend, what y'all got to say? Fuck the Lakers. Wow, here we go. As a as a staff, a basketball team, organization, fan base, oh, um, oh. all of that shit. And just across and the board, fuck, everybody. Fuck the niggas who play for him, yep. Fuck all them superstar niggas. Magic, fuck him. Fuck worthy. I thought. That you know, dude, especially fuck LeBron. Like, wow. that's new fuck. Like, fuck that name. 
you were talking about him uh enunciating words and uh having something of substance to offer and and, and this nigga he ain't did it yet. Let me tell you right now. Uh yeah, the, the playoffs are going on. They had the play-in tournament. Uh the Lakers and the Warriors went at it. They had a they had a a, a very good game and and uh you know, LeBron got a flagrant foul at the end. Uh shout out to Draymond, but Draymond is a is a fucking hack. And uh you know, LeBron shot the game winning shot and he couldn't even see. Uh, everybody knows that, you know, throughout throughout my career, uh, throughout throughout my lifetime, I've always been anti-LeBron, but he's a Laker now, and uh, I want to give him his flowers while he's here now that he's in La La Land. And uh, I'm excited about the playoffs, bro. It's, it's a lot of good matchups. Boston don't stand a chance at beating Brooklyn, so that's why Kenny Diamonds is salty. But uh, I am going to – the Lakers are the reigning champs, bro. So, like, even though they got an uphill battle – because LeBron and AD missed all them games, bro. I don't know, bro. I still got the Lakers to win it all. The Lakers ain't going to beat the Suns, nigga. The Lakers are done. The Lakers. Put a fork in them niggas. Best something. It's Best something. Nigga, you know me. Well, we batting. What we batting? Yeah, we can bet whatever. What you well, what you willing to lose? Better hundred percent. I want to bet a shimmy. <laughs> the, the loser has to shimmy. Well, that, that's a loss for everybody. <laughs> uh, BC, you stay out of this, man. There's a couple yeah, of grown men on. talking money. You stay out of this, man. You, yeah, you yeah. came here with some bullshit, Kenny. Don't make me get toxic. Don't make me get toxic. I'm that guy. Hold what are we doing? I said, do a hundred push-ups. Better hundred push-ups. Yep. You know I'm gonna see you in a couple of weeks. So, so what, what? What you doing? The sun, suns in seven. Suns in seven. Take the suns in six. Can't do it. <laughs> they got home. They got home court advantage. That's why they need game seven, nigga. <laughs> Shit, come on, baby. All right, hundred push-ups. I got the Lakers in seven. Kenny taking the Suns in seven. We also betting on the Boston series. Nah. Wow. So look, live on the air, everybody got to see the sucker shit that Kenny Diamonds was on. He he made me bet on my team, but he ain't gonna take the same bet on his What's team. Come on, What's oh, keep that energy, Kenny. Keep that energy. Come on now. You gotta keep that energy. Come on. Same bet. And what? Same bet. And how many games though? I got Brooklyn in six. Damn, that's a good that's a Almost Brooklyn is six. Almost a second. So if they don't, so gotta be in six though, right? Yeah, if it's in, if it's in seven, I lose the bet. You bro, come on, nigga. We've been doing this. Time you lose the bet too. We on TV week since we live. Say that again. If it's if they if, if they if they win in five, you lose the bet. Bro, don't 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 start changing the dynamics of betting, bro. It's six or less. That's what that means. Seven or less, six or less. You I'm took seven, you. I'm gonna take six. Come on. It's a bet. Yep. Live on the air, it's a bet, ladies yep. and gentlemen. So we we we'll come back to that after these uh series are over. But yeah, I'm excited about the playoffs, BC. I know you I don't know if you watch the NBA, but uh, we got some really exciting matchups this year. So shout out to all the NBA fans and uh let's see what happens. Hey, I'm I'm real quick. I'm excited about the the little John Morant nigga. He murdering things. Listen, John ja, ja Morant really uh, earned my respect with the way that he took over the game again in the play-in game against Steph. That 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 last you know what was it three or four minutes of the game, bro? He just 
was like, move the fuck out the way. Whoever was standing in front of him, nigga, I'm taking you to the cut. Shout out to John Morant. Uh, I was happy to see him, you know, piss Steph and the Warriors out, but they're going to probably be back next year, bro, if Clay come back healthy. But as of right now, it's John Morant time, so I, I, that'll be an interesting matchup to see in the playoffs going forward, bro. That's what's up. All right. I hold feel up, bad. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. Somebody just opened hold up. Hold up. The what, what we got here? What it do? What it do? Bad guys in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, dude? Yes, what it do, man? What it do? I'm talking about that, about the, the, the best player in the NBA right now here. The best player. Well, let me let me take that back. The best player not named Luca. Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, go Mavs. Go Mavs. Cameo, bro, before we move forward, bro, how mom's doing? She's uh, all right. Um, Got to get some medication. Got that pneumonia thing going right now. So uh, we're going to uh, set up in there for a minute, a whole bunch of frustration, not doing absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the healthcare system in America, though. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do. You know what I'm saying? Emergency rooms are supposed to be for emergencies. And we go in there and uh, just kind of sit around like we could do that in the car. You know what I'm saying? So uh, got some prescriptions. We'll see how that works out. We'll see how that works out. But uh, yeah, pretty good spirits right now. Right on. Hey, did you did you see us chiming in about Street King and his fake shimmy? I, I did not. I just I just literally got on. It took me about 20 minutes to log in for some reason. I don't know what was going on with that. Um, I didn't hear what you had to say, but I'm gonna go on record and say it's Street King been whack. So that 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 shit doesn't that shit doesn't surprise me. So fuck it, we here now. We here now. Street King Everybody is my nigga. I, I just think it's whack with the shimmy shit. Street King once upon a time was cool. And then just a series of whack shit started happening. And so um I don't know, like get a couple you get a couple of whack events before I just go on ahead and just say I mean it don't take away from him as a person I mean he might be a cool guy but just do some whack shit sometimes I'll probably do some whack shit sometimes I don't know no he's he, yeah he's a cool nigga bro um he's you know he's a DJ he's a great fucking DJ uh he's he's very supportive of local artists he pushes a lot of local artists shout out to my nigga Marley Young uh I know they did business back in the day uh but Again, bro, and I and I said it multiple times, Street King, you my nigga, but I'm sick of your shit, bro, because you out here looking bad, perping, throwing the fucking bows and doing the shimmy like you a fucking noob. You not a noob, and you should, if you're not aware of it, which Cameo, you think that these niggas is, is faking like they dumb, like they don't know nothing about it. Um, well, I'm saying had, they don't. We had this discussion a little bit earlier. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like if you niggas are, are saying that y'all don't know where certain stuff come from especially um collegiate re related stuff fraternity related stuff y'all lying bro like you're lying like there's too much there's too much internet 
There's two. Like y'all gotta forgive me. I'm really, I'm really not in the mood tonight to 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 to, to spare anybody feelings. Um, fuck it. I'm I'm thinking about putting my phone number up here. If you got something to say, call me. Fuck you. Um, but um, you niggas is lying, bro. Like the, there's YouTube. There's 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 enough niggas running around doing shit. Um, wearing paraphernalia. Um, you niggas watch college sports. You niggas watch college sports. There's several niggas on these teams that you that you cheer for that are in fraternities. Um, as far as the shimmy is concerned, you like okay. We'll speak specifically about Street King. You're a DJ, so that means you know who Chris Brown is. So you've seen Chris Brown emulate the same movement in a video. Um, I think the person who choreographed that video might have been a member as well, but that's a whole nother show. We're not even going to get on that and how whack that the point, is. The point you're making is that Chris Brown... The point I'm making is that, that so niggas... So how could Street King exactly have made it up? Niggas... That too, you know what I'm saying? But niggas know exactly where the origin of shit come from. Like, this is a whole can of worms, bro, that if you really trying to open, like, let me know if you're really trying to open this can of worms, because we can piss some people off tonight, and I really don't give a fuck. Okay, really who, quick, Cameo. Who want to get mad? We're, we're circling back. Let me ask you, do I'm you sorry. know Do you know who uh, Pooh Shicey, or uh, also known as Pooh Shitty, or ESTG, also known as EBTGR? Have you heard their music? I know who Pooh Shiesty is. I don't know who the other guy is. Um, my younger brother knows who that who that young man is. The uh, the second guy is. Um, my son listens to Pooh Shiesty, um, so I've heard him. I'm not really a fan. The other guy I've never heard a song from, but like I said, my younger brother like is familiar with him, and he was kind of. Let me put it like this: he he was rapping some lyrics the other night. And the lyrics weren't shitty. Let me put it like that. So I can't say that the nigga sucks. I can't say that he's Ooh, good or not. Lyrics, but you think he's twenty five thousand? Were they twenty five thousand dollars lyrics? So um, <laughs> they paid the nigga twenty five racks, bro. They did. I know the promoter at the club that that's in question. Um, well, one of the promoters, yeah, he wasn't promoting that night, though, but he was there. Um, he was there, and he kind of, he had some, I don't I don't want to put what, what he said personally out there because it might fuck up some relationships, but um, the term may or may not have been used, janky promoting. So uh, <laughs> either that or lack there of knowledge of what the fuck your contract actually said. I guess the guys who were actually promoting that show um, are kind of new in the game. And so they may not, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They may not have understood what a walkthrough meant. Um, but they understood what $25,000 was. And so there's so no who, fucking so excuse. Why would you pay somebody $25,000 who's a fucking F-list rapper? I thought I was putting them at C and D list earlier, but now... Uh, I'm going to take him down a notch. He's a fucking F-list rapper. None of us have ever fucking heard of him or heard his music. Um, I haven't heard and his music. Why would you pay a nigga that's named EBTG 
25 racks to just show up in front of his fans. No, they knew what 25 racks were, even if they didn't understand terminology in the contracts, period. That's bullshit. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to put everything on uh, on the promoters themselves. Like, I think artists have some, have some, uh, have some, I don't know, your craft, bro. Like, that's your craft. Like, these are, these are fans that you're trying to promote. Like, I've been in I've been in clubs where where there was a walkthrough or a guest appearance, you know what I'm saying or whatever. Uh, Q from One Twelve did a did a walkthrough through a, through a, a party that we was having once, and the nigga got hype and started singing like he was yeah, there. He's to, an artist. That's his he's an artist. Fab- fabulous. Before you hopped yeah. on, I was just saying Fabulous was just in the town. He was there for a walkthrough. The DJ played his music. He grabbed the mic and he started performing. If your if your song is playing, how do you not get hype enough to start singing your own shit? Exactly. So, um, well, see what I was saying though, cameo, is that when you pay a effless nigga twenty five racks, it creates a level of confidence and arrogance. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, he's getting twenty five racks. And first of all, I'm gonna say this again: he's not getting that fucking money nowhere else. He can go to New York. They gonna pay that nigga five racks to come through for a walkthrough. A walkthrough, nigga. All the fucking fan exposure you're going to have in a New York club, I'm not paying you $25,000. i will pay you five racks. And if it's Hollywood, you like I'm this. paying you $50. What the fuck I are you TG, bro? Fuck out of here. No, 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 nigga. It's all I out of bounds. I watched Lil Wayne get paid 45000 to stand in VIP and text on his phone for about 45 minutes uh drink a bottle of bel-air uh bel-air rose who, who did you say who did you this say this was wayne this was lil wayne lil, lil wayne 45 is there anybody hold on hold on is there anybody so this, that don't know who the fuck lil wayne is well absolutely see so that's what i'm 40, talking this was 45 racks to stand in there text on his phone Tipped the bottle up a couple times. He smoked the blunt. When he felt like he was ready, he got on stage and did two songs and left. Forty-five. Wayne has earned the right to do that, bro. He's an A-list. If there was actually a, a, a rating that was higher than that, I, I'm not even a Lil Wayne fan, bro, but I'm going to respect him for his legacy and what he's done in this fucking rap game. Lil Wayne has earned the right for 45000 he, he sat in VIP, smoked a blunt, drank a bottle. Nigga, the fans was able to take pictures of him, and he got on stage yeah. to perform. Yeah. yeah. This, he did is, two this, songs. Is, this is a top-tier rapper that did that. For 25 now, racks, hey, EBTG, I don't even know what the fuck you look like, bro, but if I ever I see mean. you, bro, you owe my town some, some fucking... You better get on stage and perform something, nigga. For 25 racks, you owe us that. I don't give so a fuck. I've also seen I've also seen artists who care about their craft again. I seen um Kevin Gates, Two Chains, um, um what's my little nigga name from Houston? Um the little light skinned nigga. Um what's the nigga name? I don't know, but if you know if you if you mention him and I don't know his name, I'm gonna put him right there with EBTG. The other niggas that you said so Who's far, that? I know Who's all that? of them. Who you said, Kenny? Slim Thug. 
Not Slim Thug, the little, the young cat, light-skinned dude. Uh, God damn, I can't think of his name. Uh, but anyway, I seen them get on and actually care about their craft and have to be asked to get off the stage. Like, like, bro, we about to close in 10 minutes. Can you wrap this shit up? Like, niggas did 30 fucking songs. You know what I'm saying? So, um... I'm gonna shout out my Dallas artist. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. I was I was in the building with Trap Boy Freddie a few weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? I was on stage with him. Um, niggas didn't even know his songs, but he he made sure you was gonna hear him that night. He did Listen, like. I ain't 10. never heard any of his music, but I do recognize that name, so I'll at least give him yeah. a C list. But this 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 EBT nigga and you know Pooh Shitty, these niggas that 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 Kansas City promoters keep bringing to the town for their bag. They not getting that bag nowhere else, bro. Trust and believe it. Ain't no other fucking promoters in these major cities paying them type of niggas that type of money to just come through the fucking club and show up. Fuck out of here, bro. Be 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 more serious about your craft and 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 have more passion about your fans than that. Uh, you owe us for that, bro. I don't give a fuck, man. So we can move on. But I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that cameo because you wasn't in for that conversation and. Uh, BC, I appreciate right. you bringing that back around. Cameo, they uh they were doing bets on who was going to do what uh, with the playoffs. Would you like to get in on that action? I believe it involved push-ups. One of them things. I am not really – like, here's the thing. The Mavericks are still rolling, so therefore I'm, play, I'm, I'm, I'm tuned into the playoffs until the Mavericks are not there anymore. And then after that, it's just about individual players that I'm watching. Um, you, you tuning out next week? I think we're gonna go a little. We're gonna go a little further than, than round two. Wait, hold on. Da- Dallas is playing the Clippers, right? In the first round. Yeah, giving them work. Yeah, I got Dallas. Bro, Clippers are trash. Fuck the yeah, fucking bro. Fuck give the Clippers. Work. I got Dallas. Yeah, Luca. Um, I like Ja. Yeah. I like Ja, so I'll cheer for Ja. I'll cheer for Ja after. Fuck that! The Mavericks is winning the championship. Fuck that. Okay, so BC asked you, and maybe we have to re-ask you: Are you getting in on the push-up bets? Sure, Mavericks championship. Mavericks. Oh, okay, so he you got the Mavericks winning the championship in how many games? Nigga, the bet whatever. Whatever, Whatever you say, I'm taking the back. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Right? What's the bet? What's the bet, nigga? I get back. I get back to you on that. I don't nah, know. I'm sick of your shit, BC. Come on, he he on some whole shit. He ain't trying to bet. Um, I mean, the push-ups. Maybe if uh, was it Batista was doing some more push-ups, he would feel confident to continue with the Guardians of the Galaxy series because apparently he's quitting over his his feeling not right because he's older. He's like 54, 55 or something like that. And he's not feeling too too confident about how he looks with his shirt off. So he said he's quitting the Guardians of the Galaxy series for that reason. Are we knocking Batista for are we knocking Batista for aging? Talking about the guy that played Drax. We're not knocking him. It's the fact that, you know, and and our Kwame Holly has brought it up before. It's it's computer generated. Like, what are you talking about? Listen, um, what's his name? The nigga that played Drax. Drax, nigga. Yeah, Drax. Drax. All right. I I can't pronounce it. I've been drinking a little bit, so I can't pronounce your name. So I'm going to just say, look, the nigga that played Drax, 
bro, I'm sick of your shit. If nobody has told you, bro, um, your chest in the Marvel uh, Cinema Universe, your chest has been CGI graphics, bro, for 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 multiple movies. Uh, yes, you probably yeah. shoot your scenes with your shirt off, bro. But when they go in and edit those those scenes, they are putting CGI graphics over your chest because you know you you got a different color to you and all that. They putting see that, bro. You can come out there, bro, with a fucking bird chest, uh, and 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 they still gonna make it work. So I'm sick of his shit, bro. His old ass. He's 54. Um, he's it, it's a lot more sagging than them 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 fucking uh titties now. His his brain is kind of he loses some shit in that brain, bro, because this shit been CGI for a minute. Like if you niggas don't what cameo what, bro? Do you watch wrestling? Yes, I watch wrestling. And you don't know who Batista is. What I'm telling you is, in the C, they're CGI in the fucking Marvel movies, so he doesn't have to worry about him getting older and some shit starting to sag a little bit. He don't have to worry about that, bro, because it's CGI when he take his shirt off any fucking way. I, I, hey, kill the character off. Fuck it. Get a new nigga. I don't know somebody. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. CGI is pretty like CGI is pretty dope nowadays. Like people pretty much they know what they're doing, so they can make you look like whatever. So it don't really matter. That's why I like the nigga in the movie. Like I want him to stay in the movies. Fuck that. Yeah, he got to stay in the movie. Somebody gonna talk to him, bro. He was just probably having an insecure moment, and you know he looked at himself in the mirror and all that shit. But somebody gonna talk to him, bro. He's an iconic character, and he 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 embodies that role. Uh, I'm a big comic book fan. Uh, Drax. I wasn't really that big on Guardians of the Galaxy, um, just as a group, but they had a lot of comics where they kind of, you know, guests appeared in. So I'm familiar with them, and and uh, that character he embodies that character, bro. So I, I'd like to see him in all of those movies going forward. I don't and, know if uh, this is CGI, Easter. bro. Say that again. I don't know if this is CGI. Well, Cameo said that nigga too. go to the gym. You know what you talking about? He ripped. He go to the gym with him. I know he ripped and he go to the gym, my nigga. But I'm telling you, bro, these fucking whether you talking about video or photo editing, my nigga, they will enhance that shit for their vision, my nigga. They don't give a fuck how ripped he is, bro. Like he's a human being that's ripped. They need him to be some alien nigga that's ripped, bro. They gonna put some effects on that shit, period. Even uh, Captain America, when 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 Captain, I mean, he was he had muscles, but they did they did some adjusting. You know, goddamn well they did. You know, you saw that shit, bro. The nigga that played Steve Rogers, nigga, they put some fucking abs on that nigga. Fuck out of here, bro. These niggas is getting too old and out of touch with technology, bro. And I'm sick of that shit. I mean, you over there looking up something pretty hard. You want us to give you a minute, or or what do you? Well, I'm I'm about to. I'm trying to screenshot it. Hey, um, cameo. Listen, bro. I don't need to see that man's chest for you to prove to me that he. Bro, ripped. you just got through. You just got through doing a whole rant about that nigga's chest and and how you want to continue to see it in movies. So fuck what you're talking about. Thank you, you gang type, Mike. That's why I am the peacekeeper. I'm glad you understand my plight because, like, these knuckleheads. Gang type, stop jeffing. Stop the jeffing, GT. Hey, hey. Don't, yeah, hey. Sit back, take a drink. You smoke and 
I don't I don't know what what cameo needs to do. I don't I don't. I'll take a drink. What are we drinking to? Okay. Um, I I don't. I'm a uh, I'm a steal I'm a steal your job for a minute. Let's go ahead and and uh let's take a drink to LL Cool J. What happened to LL Cool J? LL Cool J, after being nominated six different times and not making it, has been uh inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know if that's worth a drink, but fuck it. Wait a minute. You said you don't know if that's worth a drink. Hey, Kenny, do me a favor, bro. Take this nigga off the stage and put him uh, backstage, bro. He's time out. Go put him in time out. Time out. Hell yeah. That's fucking ladies' love. Listen, for for anybody that's for anybody that's that's unaware, and I usually don't tell people this, uh, but whenever uh, you see Holly, my name is two L's capitalized in Holly. I'm always the two L's back to back. They always gonna be capitalized. That was me paying homage to Ladies Love Cool James because the ladies love Holly just the same. And, uh, man, shout out to LL Cool J finally getting his fucking shot. Um, I'm going to take a shot to my nigga, bro, because, you know, he's a fucking icon, bro. He's the first fucking rapper, for real. He's the first fucking rapper. Period. Nigga to say I'm the greatest of all time. He the coldest nigga, bro. Listen, LL Cool J, we don't give this nigga his flowers. We don't give this nigga enough credit, bro. LL Cool J actually touched all fucking facets of, of, of rap, right? He was the battle rapper. He was the lyricist. He was the fucking ladies man, the playboy, my nigga. Shout out to LL, man. I'm going to take my shot, bro, because I got and more And he crossed over do. successfully because he's done movies and he did uh, regular TV, like primetime. Wasn't it NCIS or something? Or Something, we, but I mean, he had a, he was on a show. Not too many could do that. They try, and they are not he's, he's successful actually, at all. And he still, he still looks glorious for his age. I ain't gonna so get into that piece of it. But he actually, his career. Say that again. Did LL end cannabis's career? Yes. Hell yeah, he ended cannabis career. He, he tried it. He tried to tell that nigga, look, bro, just let it go. Like you don't stand a chance here, bro. I got too much, too much fan base I can touch. And he's a fucking good rapper. He does that battle rap shit, bro. Don't nobody want no smoke with LL, man. Fuck that. I'm talking shit. I like, I like, uh, I like LL. I, mean, I still got some troops in the closet. I still got some troops in the closet. What you talking about? You just bought them shits, bro. Troop came back out. You like? You just, <laughs> you just got them. You got them motherfuckers from uh from City Trends. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with city trends at all. If you want to see yeah. what you wait, wait, what do you mean? Ain't nothing wrong with city trends, bro. If if they if they got what you want, go get it. Fuck it. I'm not above I'm any fucking store. Any of you niggas are shopping at city trend. I'm sick of y'all shit. Don't wear none of that shit to my wedding, bro. I'm not playing with y'all, bro. I swear, BC. They will stop you at the door. Don't you wear none of that ghetto shit. Uh, it's it's first it's of all, no, because if I even, even though I go to city trains, you're not gonna see me in a wrestling suit, you're not gonna see me in lake, you're not gonna see me in all that. I know, no, no, see, no, we, we don't do that. I know, I don't see, like if, if, if you want me, if you want me to believe that you some trendy city, I didn't trends, say I was trendy. Stop. I will, I didn't say I was trendy. I've never said I was trendy. I'm adorable. It doesn't matter what it is I put on, I'm adorable. <laughs> it's city you. trends. <laughs> 
I don't need to spend seven hundred dollars to prove I have seven hundred dollars. What am I gonna uh, go and spend a whole bunch of money on an outfit for when a if I play shit right, it's gonna end up on the floor in the first damn place? Hey, what what is this comment right here? What, what do y'all think about the ten dollar pop in KC? What, what what is she talking about, uh, Miss Briggs? What are you talking about? There there's some soda pop in Kansas City that costs ten dollars a can or some shit. Is that the infused pop? Is that the infused uh the infused pop? I know I've seen people ha that have right. it. I've seen. It's gotta be I infused with THC. Uh huh. It well, better be. It better be for ten dollars yeah. a pop. Right. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> this I don't know. I mean, I've seen it. I know I'm friends with the guy on Instagram. When he first started pushing it, like last year, he used to send me pictures, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. What I don't is know. It what the pop or is it juice? No, it's pop. It's soda. It's like Fanta. I mean, it's soda. It's it's actual soda. Okay. It's just look, uh, Miss Briggs said that it's it's not infused. It's just uh, Fago. I, I don't no, know. How to that's not that, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about some different stuff. Okay, yeah, well, look, I'll be damned. Uh, we're not familiar. Uh, Miss Briggs, we are not familiar, but you can put all of us on record uh, as being sick of that shit. If you charging ten dollars a pop and that shit ain't gonna get me high or drunk, <laughs> I'm sick of y'all shit. The fuck out of here, man. Come on, let's move on. That's some bullshit. Okay, so moving right along. Um, of course, I, I know y'all since y'all are our sports sports fans. I know y'all have heard about Kwame. Obviously, we have Kwame. Holly this evening. So um Holly, I mean in, in three, two, one, go. Okay. Uh yeah, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown has been on a revenge tour. Um, and um I fully support everything that, that he's saying, everything that he's doing. Uh for any of our viewers and listeners that are unfamiliar, Kwame Brown years ago, maybe about 20 years back, uh, he was the number one draft pick. And uh, he was actually the first draft pick when uh, the, the the GOAT, Michael Jordan, uh, trans transitioned from player to front office, right? And uh, Kwame Brown was the number one draft pick. And um, a lot of people just started to use him as the barometer for a bust in the NBA, right? And so he's been like the running joke for, for, for all of these years. And uh, he doesn't play basketball anymore, but he never spoke out. He never – I don't even remember the nigga doing interviews. I don't know. Y'all can correct me on that, but I've never – I don't remember ever hearing this nigga speak until he went on his revenge tour recently. And what happened was there was another podcast on Showtime called uh, All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, a couple of retired NBA players, and uh, they had Gilbert Arenas on the show. And uh, they were talking basketball. I didn't actually watch the clip, but apparently they said something about Kwame. Kwame's name came up, and they started kind of joking about it. You know, just the same old uh, two-step. Because, like I said, they they uh, use Kwame as the uh, the epitome, the the, the standard, uh, the precedence for what an NBA bust would be. He was the number one draft pick, and uh, Kwame took slight to it. Like, why the fuck are y'all still talking about me all these years later? And uh, these are niggas that he know and he sees from time to time personally, and they never had those jokes. So he took that as an opportunity to get on uh, the Internet, on his YouTube, on his social media and start responding to all of the criticism that he's faced over the years. And, man, look, I, I got my name uh, as Kwame Holly tonight because I fully support everything that he's doing, because 
none of us ever really knew his story it's unfair I, i've always thought that he had an unfair break the way that people you know just kind of used him as the running joke and um i don't know man i agree with everything that he's been saying have y'all had a chance to check up uh catch up with it cameo kenny diamonds are y'all familiar with the kwame shit that's going on right now yeah i, I listened to it um like you said, I don't, I don't have a problem with it, man. I, I, I feel like uh, you can only, you can only poke the bear so many times. Um, he made some pretty good points as, as based on uh, uh, one, one, one particular that stood out was talking about. Uh, I, I thought he was talking about Stephen A. Smith. Did he say something about Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, because you know, bro. Um, he Stephen said, A. Smith, bro, like. For years, if you if you look up, if you go to YouTube and type in Stephen A. Smith, Kwame Brown, Stephen A. Smith kept Kwame Brown's name in his mouth for decades, right? And what I happened like the was point that he made about people being paid by white networks to talk bad about about black people, about black people. And what what he brought up Stephen A. again because what happened was when when he responded to the Matt Barnes and the Stephen A. Jackson, the Gilbert Arenas clip. All of these sportscasters and people started chiming in. Hey, Kwame Brown is pissed off, right? He's news. He was the number one draft pick. Everybody recognizes his name. So what happened was he responded to that, and then people started responding to his response. So he took that as an opportunity to say, look, you motherfuckers been talking shit. Stephen A. Smith, you bitch-ass nigga, you a fucking coon or what have you. He's been going off. Look, I want to read uh, a statement, which is kind of a summary of uh, Kwame Brown's uh, stance on things what Kwame Brown said was uh they used to force me and he's talking about when he got drafted by the Washington Wizards when uh Michael Jordan was was uh in the front office he said they used to force me to work out for two and a half hours before games then they set me on the bench until we were down by 30 with a couple of minutes left in the game as soon as I made any little mistake the coach would be on the sidelines cursing and ranting like we were losing the games because of me MJ never wanted me on the Wizards from day one. He drafted me to trade trade me for Elton Brand, but the owner of the Wizards blocked the trade. They used to bring old veterans into practice just to have them foul and beat the crap out of me every day. I had Charles Oakley threatening to beat me up. I was an 18-year-old kid, and he put kid in all caps because he was 18 fucking years old, and he was going through it all this in the, in the NBA. Y'all thought I was weak. I'm one of the strongest man y'all know. If y'all experienced what I experienced at the age of 18, y'all would have been looking for the highest bridge to jump from. I told my mama at the age of five that I would move her out of the projects. I was a free lunch kid with holes in my shoes. I bought my mama a new house on a golf course at the age of 18, and y'all spent the last 20 years trashing me and calling me a bum. I graduated from high school with honors. I qualified at academically to attend the University of Florida on a full-ride scholarship. I lasted 12 years in the NBA, and y'all made me the poster boy for being a loser. If that's what a loser looks like, then more black boys should become losers. So that was like a, a, a summary of what Kwame Brown's stance was. Bro, I, I, I feel him 100%. Um, we never really knew his story. He was trash on the court, but, you know, looking at, some, looking at and listening to some of his video rants, Bro, he, he spoke about, uh, for instance, he spoke about Tyson Chandler, 
when uh when Kwame Brown was up for re-signing out of his rookie contract, he was averaging 10 points and nine rebounds. Tyson Chandler was averaging five points and five rebounds, and he got a hundred million for that. So when Kwame Brown went in with his agent and they negotiated his contract, they just looking at the numbers. Fuck what they saying in the media narratives. Let's look at the numbers. Y'all gave this motherfucker 100, 100 million, and I'm averaging double what he's averaging as a big man. I'm owed that. Kwame Brown got paid in his career. And that's why I think Stephen A. Smith took a lot of slight and, and attacks toward him because he was like, you know, they paying you all this money and, 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 and you not producing. Well, he was producing better than or higher than the average of most of the big man in, in his time when he was negotiating his contract. So, again, bro, I'm fully supporting Kwame Brown. I'm Kwame Holly tonight. And y'all niggas need to tread very carefully if y'all got anything bad to say about my nigga Kwame because I'm, I'm, I'm on his side tonight. That nigga was trash. Fuck out of here. That shit, listen, all that, you know what I'm saying, social and real life shit, dope. On the court, garbage. Fuck that. That's why he was a joke. Nigga, you was trash. You Jordan picked you. You sat on the bench. Trash. You got paid because another trash nigga got paid. Trash. The fuck out of here, man. Tyson Chandler was trash? At five and five, nigga? As the as the five, yeah, that's garbage, my nigga. Nigga supposed to at least get seven or eight rebounds. Nigga, at least eight and nine. He the center. He the five. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 with, all, all, he, Tyson Chandler was trash when he played with what team? Dallas. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what you thought, nigga? Dallas and like. He was so trash with Dallas. That's the only team I even remember him being on. Talking about Tyson? Yeah. Who else he, he played, played for the Knicks, didn't he? Trash. Yeah, well, I mean, he was trash. Listen, I support Kwame, bro. Like, um, I support him, too, but he's still trash. The, the, the other thing, no, like, his whole, his whole stance, though, Kenny, is like, why are y'all bringing up my NBA career when I'm not in the NBA no more? Because we talking about basketball. Right, but did you see some of the clips? Like, these niggas be going too far when it comes to Kwame. And I, I I feel him because for Kwame, it was like, y'all talking about basketball, and I got drafted 20 years ago. Let's talk about real life right now. Let's talk about what the fuck you niggas is doing. And he been on a revenge tour. He been going at niggas. He went at Charlemagne because Charlemagne got on the Breakfast Club last week. He basically was telling niggas, y'all better leave Kwame uh, alone because – of his family's history and crime. He, he brought up his dad, his half-brother. Kwame was like, look, I ain't never even had no relationship with these other siblings. You know, he said, my dad cheated on my, my mom and, and had outside kids. I never even met these motherfuckers. So you were wrong to even bring those family situations on the air trying to make a joke. And since then, bro, uh, I saw uh, Char Charlemagne, they actually apologized on the breakfast club this morning and Charlemagne, he gave himself donkey of the day. Cause he said, he agreed. He said, you know what, bro? I shouldn't have came at, at you uh, in that manner and brought up all of your family situations that your family has had trauma from because people, like I said, Kwame Brown was one of those niggas that kept quiet. 
He didn't want to speak out against MJ the GOAT, especially at that time. He's an 18-year-old kid that everybody is putting this pressure on. If he would have spoke out about MJ, people would have criticized him even more. So I, I commend him for keeping quiet. He acquired and accumulated land over the years to the point where now nobody can take away his wealth if he decides to speak out. And he's been on a revenge tour. He made this nigga Charlemagne apologize. How many times has Charlemagne done that in his career? I feel Kwame, man. Shout out to Kwame. Anybody that got something negative to say about Kwame, I'm sick of y'all shit, period. I know he was a I fucking bomb on the court, but I mean, he ain't on the court no more, bro. Why y'all still talking about him? All right, well, we gonna come right back because I know you got all kinds of things to say. We're gonna uh, cut to a commercial real quick and we'll be back and give uh, Kwame Holly a minute to woosah and, and we'll be right back with you guys so we can continue. Coming back, of course, kind of talking about Kwame because it does roll over into our, our main topic for this evening, which is online antics. Uh, but you did you have anything in particular? Because he has had quite a lot to say about multiple people. Is there anything that kind of sticks out in y'all's minds that you wanted to touch on? Well, <clears throat> what I want to touch on um, is, is just we talk about online antics and, and uh I'm going to go back to the Kwame situation. Uh, one of the things that Kwame had an issue with, uh, people said because he was talking crazy in his video rants that, you know, he was choosing violence. Um, I thought it was funny because choosing violence, uh, I choose violence. I woke up and chose violence. That's a viral thing on social media these days. And, and Cameo, you was a real big fan of Game of Thrones. That's where it comes from. When Cersei uh, was on trial, and they was warning her, like, you know, look, if you don't agree with what's going on, there's going to be war. There's going to be bloodshed. And she looked the motherfuckers right in the eye. And she said, nigga, I choose violence. Right. So it became like this viral social media thing. Kwame, ain't, he's not in touch with what's happening in the social media viral world. So for him, it was like he saw people saying, man, Kwame woke up and chose violence. He took that like. You shouldn't be saying those things about me because. The white folks will look at me like I'm an angry black man. Nothing that I'm saying, even though I'm being uh, aggressive in my video rants, that doesn't give you the right to say that I'm choosing violence. So I think that the subject matter was, you know, people get online and, and they speak with a level of aggression that may not necessarily uh, be the case if you was in that person's face. Right. And um, I don't I don't think that Kwame said anything that he wouldn't say in somebody's face. But I do I do think that. People looked at it differently because he was saying it online versus in their face. So my my own my my whole thing as far as bringing it back to Kwame is that you know people get on online and and they say things in a certain language with a certain type of aggression, certain level of aggression, 
um, that they might not do while they was in somebody's face. And I don't believe that any of these folks that had all that shit to say about Kwame, I don't think that they would have said that shit if they was his face. Because Kwame, you know, for whatever for whatever it's worth, bro, his career, uh, Cami, I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, but Kwame was always in situations where he was, you know, fighting and, and getting injured in the offseason because of, you know, the shit that he was involved in. And um, I don't think that Kwame is afraid of anybody. So I think that he's one of those people who, you know, he got on with his video rants and he talked with a certain level of aggression. And um, the subject matter is, does people do people do that while you in somebody's face? I don't think that really applies to Kwame, but that's kind of what the, uh, the the general consensus is. People get online and uh, they do things or say things online that they wouldn't say in the next person's face. I don't know. The nigga was very was very aggressive verbally. Um, he had a lot of choice names that he wanted to refer to people as. Um, he actually had got Steven Jackson to the point where, didn't he say, come to Atlanta, let's fight? He did. He did. Right. Yeah, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, uh, he really talked real bad to them niggas. He brought, about, he brought up a, a lot of personal situations. Uh, Steven Jackson, for instance, he brought up the fact that uh, this nigga be paying for pussy. He's 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 he saw this nigga in the mall spending, uh, you know, racks on a bag for a bitch. And, uh, you know, I thought that those things, you know, bringing up personal matters. Right. Is what gave Steven Jackson that that motivation to say, you know what, nigga, come see me with these hands. But he did say that, like. You know, a lot of a lot of times, bro, what niggas say online will lead to niggas go, resorting to violence. Like, nigga, when I see you, it's on. Facts. Um, I think, but I think I don't know. I think that, and as far as Kwame, I think that when it when it first when it first got uh first got rolling, but now I think he's doing it for the gram. I think he's doing it for the likes now. I don't think it's I don't think it's as genuine as it was at first. Um, I think that now, because what are we like? Shit, we like twenty damn videos in now, and like every day he got something else to say. And I guess if he's just going down a, a long list of you know at least fifteen years worth of worth of bullshit that he wants to bring up, I mean, I guess that that it can get pretty long winded. But I think my, you my question your, to you, cameo. You said that you don't think it's sincere because we 20 videos in. Bro, we 20 years in with the criticism. That's what I'm saying. So unless he's unless he's actually going back and he's like, I'm going to give y'all your whole money's worth. All this shit you've been talking. So, yeah, like Steven Jackson and and and, and, uh, and your boy down there, all the smoke. Maybe he's trying to like, hey, y'all going to get all this smoke. Like all of it. And if that's the case, then maybe. But I still think I start losing niggas when it gets repetitive. Like, OK, we heard that already. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like they were repetitive, like Gilbert Arenas, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. I'm talking about years. Kwame. Right. But I'm saying it's been 20 years of y'all with this running joke. If your issue is with the repetition there's been repetition that went years versus us getting these 20 video responses for the last week and a half from Kwame. My thing is, it's not fair. He never spoke. Uh, Cameo, have you? Do you remember 
or have you can you recall a time when you heard Kwame Brown speak? I never even heard this nigga speak until he was doing this. So yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's within his right to, to, to give us all of these multiple responses because, like I said, his first response was to the most recent thing. With I'm not saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is I don't think it's I don't think it's genuine anymore. I think now he's doing it because it's not that he's not pissed off about it, but I think now it's kind of like okay, I said this shit and people feeling it. It's 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 getting likes. It's getting me a a, a fan base again. You know what I'm saying or whatever. Like I'm in the limelight again. I'm in the limelight again. Uh, so. I think that's where we are now. I think when he first got started and he was like really triggered, it was genuine. But like right now, I don't think it's genuine no more. I think it's just let me let me but, get a let me get a few hundred thousand likes. Yo, if it's not genuine with him because he saw the limelight, he saw the fact that people were feeling some of the shit that he was saying. Is that not the case for somebody or a group of people that use him as a running joke for 20 years? What well, was it really genuine? Did they really genuinely feel that this nigga was the epitome of a bust, or was it now it's a running joke? People are feeling the joke, and they ran it into the ground for twenty years, bro. I think there's been worse players than fucking Kwame Brown in the NBA, and I but agree. I mean, but we, I, but the dude in the NFL too. Like me, I'm an LSU guy, so I can't stand to hear the running joke about Jamarcus Russell. Like, fuck it. Yeah, we know. The nigga got to the league. First pick, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Uh, he got some money that he had never seen before in his life. And the nigga went to a few buffets. He was like, fuck the gym. I'm here now. I'm going to spend this money. I'm going to eat good. That nigga did I'm, get fat. I'm going to fuck even better. But, I, I, so again, it's like, he's back. been the... He's been the running joke, like, like, not, not, not like Kwame, not like him, but like, like when Kwame they talk got about, it worse than anybody, bro. Over the but years. anytime, anytime, ESPN, NFL Network, Fox Sports, anytime they bring up a bust, the first person that they bring up is Jamarcus Russell, and then this, and then I think, I think second in line is Trent Richardson. So let me ask you this, because, you know, be it therapy or, you know, he finally just got tired of, of them poking at the cage and he finally just let loose. Why is it? Because, um, I mean, I talked about this myself on, on my timeline this week. Why is it like Cameo had said is getting repetitive and he's tired of hearing about it? Like, why is it OK then for him to be able to vent and go off on all these people that have, have done wrong to him and say what he says? And it's cool because he's giving video clapbacks, but normal everyday people if, if they get on there you know everybody's like we don't want to hear it we don't care you know why because he's a celebrity y'all just and people just like drama well, i mean does that make it okay he's a, i don't know if it makes it okay i just think that um with celebrities he is he's a celebrity um even if people even if some of the younger generation don't recognize him um you can look him up um he, he you know he has a career an established career and um, it's the fact that it's somebody that's famous that's speaking about speaking out about other people that are famous. Um, I'm not saying that it makes it okay, but again, I support what he's doing because I feel like he got a bad fucking deal. He got a bad break over the years. Like 
it was niggas that in the NBA, like you brought up Jamarcus Russell, but he in the NFL cameo. It was niggas in the NBA that were worse players than Kwame. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I just always felt like that he got a bad break. I, I think to answer your question, BC, I think it does uh, have a lot to do with the fact that he's a celebrity and that's why he gets the notoriety. But, but everyday people do this type of shit. I see motherfuckers on my timeline talking about they fucking baby mama, talking about they baby daddy, talking about their friends and be all type of subliminal posts, shit that they'll say online in front of an audience that they would never say in that person's face. I see it all the fucking time. It ain't just, you know, limited or restricted to people that are celebrities. But of course, the celebrities, they're going to get more replay value after it. So I think what happens is the reason that you see everyday people doing it is because social media, and we've said this before, social media gives you a platform to pretend like you're important for a second. And so people put their bullshit out there. They put their bullshit out there, their online antics. They put it out there so they can feel important. Like if, if, if one person comments, somebody gives a fuck about the bullshit that I'm talking. If two people comment, okay, now we 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 picking up steam. Now you get a few motherfuckers that actually chime in, and you got a full blown conversation. Now you can't tell this motherfucker shit. You know what I'm saying or whatever. And I, I, again, social media is this false ass reality, and and it makes people feel more important than what they really fucking are. And so that's where the online antics comes from. Like you get to come on here and pop shit or whatever. Uh, you got no intention on trying to fuck like especially like on, on a post like if somebody posts something and then you respond to the post and it's somebody that you ain't never even fucking met that's a million miles away get to talking shit and, and get to talking about we'll pull up well obviously i'm not gonna pull up because i'm not about to go to fucking wherever the hell you at on some remote island in antarctica some damn where like i'm not pulling up on you no you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but um, I, I think that people just get to just spewing off at the mouth, like, again, just to just kind of make themselves feel important for a second. All right, I mean, look at look at uh, Cheesy Puff 45, you know, I mean, he, he was spewing off Ooh. at the mouth, he halted all of his social media, and I think they, it came up for review if they wanted to let him out, and they all said, no, no, we just gonna keep him where he's at. Who is Cheesy Puff 45? She talking about our former president, bro. Oh. Our former president was real infamous for his online Cheesy antics. Puff 45, okay. Uh, right. some of the yeah, he was orange. He was orange. I refuse. Yeah, he was orange, and so... I'm you know, uh, it is a, it is a different level uh, when you have a huge following uh, with some of your online antics. But again, I got to go back to what I just said. There are regular everyday people. I see the shit in my timeline, Cameo. I know you see the shit because we have conversations about it that have online antics. Like you spoke about, you know, somebody making a post, somebody that you never met getting in there and responding to maybe your comments. And they get to talking shit and uh, choosing violence. And uh, it's like, you would never talk this shit if we were in the same room, right? Um, but again, BC, I, I, wanna, I wanna ask you about this. And I, and, I, and I know I'm overstepping my boundaries because you're supposed to ask the questions, but you see shit online 
that is 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 just out of fucking bounds, right? Um, I saw a post online, and 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 I'll get the screenshot if I need to. But I saw a post online. There was a young lady who was having a photo shoot in uh, honor of her divorce. So it was a divorce photo shoot. You know how people do wedding photo shoots. You have a new baby. You you do oh, it's, you know, it's a thing. Photo. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. So 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 when I saw this post, there was a divorce photo shoot. Um, I didn't know that it was a thing. BC, you say it's a thing, and and I just really would love to get your honest opinion on this because I think it's trash for you to celebrate something that's not supposed to happen. Divorce is not supposed to happen. Um, that would be like doing a photo shoot for some other uh, unforeseen event. I thought it was trash. And these are the type of online antics that I just get sick of fucking seeing. I'm sick of y'all shit when you are celebrating and making posts and 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 events out of bullshit. Please, BC, I'd like to get your opinion I mean, on this because you told me that it's, that it's a thing, and I've thing. never seen no shit like this in my life. And it's a bitch okay, out here that's so doing fucking divorce photo shoot. The fuck is that? It's about? a thing. Depending on what religion you believe, you know, I, again, there's reasons for it. Um, but yes, it is a thing I've, I've seen where, you know, she said she got her ideas from Pinterest. Um, but yeah, there are all kinds of ideas. Um, burning, like having a ceremonial burning of the wedding dress, um, things like that. If Once you get the divorce, I've seen uh, cakes that have been made. Uh, once the divorce is final, for whatever reason, from my standpoint, I mean, uh, you're free, depending on what the circumstances were. You're free. I, I mean, I don't, for the same reason people celebrate people getting out of out of prison or they're having a party because people are going to prison and they're about to be out for whatever reason. I don't know why people do what they do. Hey, you know, you like it. I love it. I understand you're saying that it's trash. But with that being said, you know, you want to talk about that's trash. But, you know, having cucumber contests is celebrated. So, um what do I know? Because uh, again, like I literally, I had a gentleman on my timeline last night that was reaching out, uh, making some posts that, you know, I think, I don't know if you guys have seen, have, have seen posts like this, but you know, some people just get to their what's in and they post for whatever reason. And then they start posting things that aren't, that just don't seem right. Next thing I know, I'm watching this dude is on live and he's literally driving his car through a freaking park. And, and like, literally we're all trying to send messages and find out if this guy's okay, because he was calling out for help. And it's it just, you know, but then you had a lot of people that were like, take this down. You'll see that a lot. You know, somebody, for whatever reason, they feel the need to go on social media to speak their mind to reach out to whatever, because they, and you know, people get on there and clown them. Are oh, you weak? You this, you this, take this down. It's not a good look. And it's like, but then, like I said, y'all will heart the shit and share the shit out of some chicks in a club, deep throating cucumbers. Shit doesn't make any sense. What the? Okay, at some two, point, like, what's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Because you, you, you're going in the left field. You're going in the left field. Let's go back to it's a thing to, to take your divorce picture. That is some of the lamest shit more lame shit that women do on social media. And I will go back to the very first episode. Social media gives a lot of chicks a platform to make themselves Kim Kardashian-like. 
Kylie Jenner, like whoever the fuck, like it gives hold them on, a. a gives, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, because Wait, this is because this is a thing. This is a thing. This is a fucking cry for help. It's lame as fuck. You need to instead of taking your little picture looking like Angela Bassett with shit blowing up in the background, you need to go and find you a good counselor. Because obviously you're that hurt about counseling. the fact. Did you have a photo shoot? Did you obviously, get a paper photo shoot? Literally, you're control, upset right? about the, the relationship ending. You really are not good with it, but you want to appear to people that you're good with this, that you're happy about it. When at the end of the day, after you pay for your little punk ass photo shoot and after you post your pictures and get a thousand likes, after you get 150,000 DMs or whatever and this and that with niggas ready to shoot they shot, you really at the end of the day, when you put your phone on the charger because the shit dies from the fuckery that you own, when you really put your phone on the charger from the fuckery that you own, you're really sitting in the bed fucking miserable. That's what's really fucking going on. That's what's really going on. That shit is lame as fuck. And it's, it's kind of like an ante up. Because it started off when chicks would break up. You would kind of start seeing all of a sudden now you're in the gym. Now all of a sudden you're living your best life. Or you're traveling or, or, or at least taking pictures somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. You, you took a photo somewhere. Now you... It's girls night every other fucking night or whatever and this and that. Like you you drinking wine vintages that nobody's fucking heard of and shit like that, so making it look like this know. shit is fake as fuck. It's lame as fuck. It's fake as fuck. Do you know her personal say it's fake? Do you know her personal say it's fake? Do you I know a single thing about her to say it's fake? He's, he's saying it's fake. He's saying it's fake because you're really not happy that the relationship has ended. Okay, you're not happy I'm about that. And if you and if you are, then you went into it with the with the mentality or the energy that this would end one day. You shouldn't be celebrating something that's supposed to be looked at as a tragedy. And I think that that's what he's getting at is that it's lame because you know that that ain't really something that you want to celebrate. So we don't know her circumstance. What's to say he didn't beat her every other day or she made the breakfast wrong and he beat her ass or she he cheated with 15 other chicks or whatever. What's to say she's not happy that she got a divorce from that man? You don't know that story. So for you to say she has I, I, no you're right. So you're right. You're so right. You see, warrant, I don't so know. That so I'm going to let wait, wait, Cammy. Hold on. Wait. I'm going to let you and BC argue about this woman's situation. And the situation because I brought it up. Stalk her page. Let me go stalk this woman's page and see if there was any evidence of her getting beat on or any of that bullshit that BC is trying to fucking force on us. This right. woman did not go into this marriage wanting to get a divorce. So why the but fuck? Shit happens. Yeah, it does. Shit does happen. But you're supposed to sometimes specific? you're supposed to suffer in silence. You're not supposed to do a fucking celebration and a photo shoot because some shit ended. How the fuck is that something that you're happy about or that you're going to celebrate? Cameo, I feel you. Usually I'm sick of your shit, but right now I'm sick of BC shit. And I'm going to let y'all argue about it. And I'm about to go stalk this woman's page because I bet not, I bet not not find no evidence of abuse or no situation where she should be celebrating. I bet not not find it. Y'all go ahead. I didn't know we were talking about somebody specific. I thought we were talking about it in general, first of all. Um, I don't know who we're talking about. 
but it is a thing because that's what that's what I was going off. You said it's a thing. Like, so this is multiple women that do this. And it's, I've seen it multiple times. I just for the first time saw the, the, the chick. And I guess that's who we're talking about. I don't even know who she is, but did the, the whole uh, waiting, waiting to excel backdrop thing with the it's car. It's the same one. Unless, unless it's a thing that they do that with every one of these divorce photo shoots where they mimic the Angela Bassett from waiting to exhale, blowing up the car, whatever it was. This motherfucker that I saw, I put it in the group chat. You know, BC, she laughing. I'm sick of your shit, BC, because you know she because was in that fucking. Right. It was the same shit. It was a it was a replica of all that shit cameo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think I I saw that. I saw that, but I didn't know that that was somebody of of relevance. I I guess I don't know. Um, I don't feel sorry for any of these broads, bro. And I've said that before, like um. I just don't, man. Um, I was talking to someone the other day that was just telling me about their sister was in this abusive relationship and and the guy, quote unquote, forced her to sexually molest their daughter and, and or no, their son or whatever. And she said the reason that she did it was because she feared for her life. No, bitch. No. No. <laughs> no, you're supposed to protect your kids at all costs. Lose your life if that's the case. If you were scared, you're supposed to take that ass whooping or call the fucking police. Leave. Get your baby while this nigga sleep and bounce. You there's 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 ways to exit these fucking type of relationships. The problem is is that you want to stick around in the fucking relationship for whatever reason. And then you want people to feel sorry for you. And I'm not saying it's right. It's not. But exit that motherfucker. Exit. So even if this chick, I don't know. This chick that we're talking about probably was not in an abusive relationship. She just thought that would be some social media, Twitter cool shit to do. And, and, and post this fucking picture, just like chicks be thinking. Just like chicks be thinking when they I'm break up with they time, when man. they break up with they nigga, they supposed to go to the gym and post pictures in the gym and they and they new spandex that they done bought. You know what I'm saying? They 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 want to come on, man. Like go get some therapy. Go get some therapy and really deal with the with the real root of the issues that's going on. You like you're really hurt. You really hurt. Challenge or a busted challenge, and you're gonna just go and heart the shit that out. Has of nothing it. to do with what we're talking about, like, and you keep bringing up old do. stupid shit like that. That like that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Nothing. Oh, but to it do does. I'm oh, pretty sure does. some of them go to the gym and put on their clothes, or they feel the need to get on TikTok or whatever and do the challenge. And people like you feed right into it and heart the shit out of it. People like me feed right into it because oh, the last time we talked about that was when. What episode are we on? the fuck's I got to do with if you still do it or what not? What episode are we on? What episode we on, are we on? We on episode 13 for, for our this viewers is... and our listeners. But uh, BC, I was just sick of your shit. Now I'm sick of Cameo shit. Cameo, listen, um, we do condone, promote, um, enable some of the social media antics if we are hitting the like button or the heart button on some of the shit that we probably wouldn't want to see one of that our family members. That was a person. That was a shot. That BC was trying to throw, bringing up the busted challenge and the, the 
silhouette challenge, some shit that, that has not been relevant in at least the last three months. Some shit but that only relevant. she keeps. It's not because she's the only one bringing it up. Every but, fucking okay, week, so find a so reason to a bring nice that topic, shit up. Right? Have, yes, we had that, have we had that conversation about the Buster Challenge or the motherfucking Silhouette Challenge? Have we had a conversation about so what other, other challenges? Why are we talking about challenges right now? We're talking about the lame ass shit that chicks do when they want to get a divorce and go spend money on a punk ass photo shoot. That's what we're talking about. We're whatever talking about lame ass shit that women do, y'all lame ass men be hardened and like yes, if the chick goes and gets a whole bunch of lingerie and posts a whole bunch of pictures on it, y'all drooling asses be hardening the shit out of the shit and gassing her up. So miss me with the bullshit. Matter of fact, y'all will bypass whoever it is you talking to, liking their pictures just so you could go with your little thirsty asses and hard up under other bitches' pictures. So fuck y'all with that go bullshit. Find a, go, find a, go find my name under a comment and then come back to me. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Listen. I did see uh shout out to my nigga Marley Young, uh one of my favorite local rappers from Kansas City. Um, shout out to Marley Young. But Marley Young, uh last week, he actually um, you know, he was speaking on this. He was speaking on the fact that, you know, a lot of these women, uh, a lot of these Instagram, these social media models, they get on and they post this shit, and we get on and we we hit the like button or we double tap for the heart button. And uh, he was basically saying, if we as men stop doing these type of things, then they wouldn't do some of this lame fuck shit. Cameo, we talked about this uh, earlier in the season, where you said, let me finish. We can't bring up things years ago. We can't bring up things years ago. Apparently it's a trigger for you. Can't bring up old shit. Can I finish my thought, please? Thank you, thank you. So listen, Cameo, remember. Say my quote, say my quote, please. Cameo, but remember, we talked about this before, bro. We talked about the fact that there may be activities online that we don't necessarily condone. We wouldn't wouldn't want to see our daughters, family members doing it, but then we might still hit the like button if it's somebody that's not in our circle doing it. And I'm basically just trying to bring this back to Marley Young. Marley Young posed a, a challenge. Uh, he, he said it wasn't a challenge, but it was almost like a challenge where he said, look, uh, we need to stop doing this as males. We need to stop hitting the like button, double double tapping and hitting that heart button. If, they're, if they are posting things that are, you know, fake, putting on a facade, not really representing the things that we want to see. And uh, I'm just making my point, Cameo. I told that nigga straight out, I can't participate in this movement. Um, I might see some shit, like BC said. You might see somebody post some shit in some lingerie or something, and you just hit the like button or the hearts or whatever. Um, it seems like it's a natural reaction. I'm old school. Maybe I come from a different era, and I don't take the social media online antics as serious as some people might but i just think that there is something to be said about us condoning hitting the like button gassing motherfuckers up when they look at they like and they comment count if we don't really condone or support that type of behavior why do we hit the like button now cameo i'm gonna finish and i'm gonna end my thought on this you asked bc to show you or point out 
whenever you have hit the like button or your name is under these posts. I'm sick of your shit because I'm I'm positive that I have seen you hit the like button on some shit that you wouldn't want to see necessarily your daughter or your family member posting with their online antics. I know I've seen you hit the like button on some of that shit, bro. I'm sick of your shit. Because you had this conversation with Marty Young when? No, come back, nigga. It was like last week, bro. Last week. So that's when you were enlightened on that whole theory that you just no. got through talking about. No, so that's not when I was enlightened because I said the same thing. Everything that you just said. I said the same thing when we talked said, about it on the show previously, bro. I'm, I just brought no, up. No, 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 no. I feel like if you had that conversation with Marty Young, that's what you said, Marty or Marley? Marley Young, nigga. Marley, okay. Respectfully, my bad. Marley Young, when you had that conversation with Marley Young, your response should have been, my bro Cameo said that shit eight years ago. And he had a whole campaign about it. For the past eight years, that should have been your response. Not getting on here tonight and 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 then saying that you was enlightened on this shit a week ago. I, I didn't say I was I enlightened said, on a week ago. I, I was just said, bringing up what happened a still, week ago. Fuck that. When you were still out here promoting the whole fucking whole is life movement, these are debates that we was having. So I'm sick of your shit. You're full of shit. Marley Young, I don't know you, and you're an innocent bystander in this situation, but I'm sick of your shit, too, for regurgitating some shit that I said eight years ago, and you got uh, this nigga. Bro, you don't get to do that because, oh, again, yeah. we talked about this shit on several episodes ago, and you were exposed for being a nigga that doesn't necessarily, let me finish. Wasn't exposed. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, you can't use the word exposed. Retract. Okay. I object. It was nigga. brought to light. I object. <laughs> Listen, bro, let me finish my thought. We talked about this on several episodes ago where you don't necessarily condone certain type of behavior with online antics. Uh, that's why BC brought up the challenges, right? But, it, but in the same breath, you will watch these challenges. You'll hit the like button on these challenges. So what I'm saying is, no, I did not come to this enlightenment from Marley Young's post. I also did not bring you up in hearing this from you years ago, because like I said, several episodes ago, even though this was your stance that we supposed to, as man, take this stance on, we ain't going to hit the like button. We ain't going to support none of that shit. It was brought to light that you actually have watched these challenges and things that you don't necessarily condone or agree with. And I thought that it was interesting that Marley Young posed that challenge to the man. And again, I was honest. I told him, look here, bro, I might see some shit 
that that qualifies as hey we ain't supposed to hit the like button on this and i might just hit the fucking like button bro i'm just hitting the like button i'm old school all i'm doing is hitting the like button and moving on i might hit the fucking double heart on it and move on and i just don't subscribe to that even though i agree even though wait 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 let me finish my point even though i agree that if you don't agree with or condone certain behavior you shouldn't hit the like button you shouldn't comment to give it those numbers and impressions at the same time i was just telling marley young look here like i told you cameo years ago bro i might fall victim to hitting the fucking like button so i can't be involved on this movement that's all i was saying once again this is an example of <clears throat> the wrong nigga saying the right shit. We can move on. Okay. Um, so keeping in line with online antics, um, of course, you have the video clapbacks that, um, you know, a lot of celebrities are doing now, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, what do you guys, I guess, think about the keyboard gangsters and uh, the people that, that troll um, who literally just wake up in the morning and just hop on people's posts just to just to do shit. Um, I know if you follow any of the local news stations, there are people who will make fake profiles just to hop on hop in the comments and say whatever it is opposite of what everybody else is saying because I guess they weren't hugged enough as a child. So what are your guys' take on takes on that? I personally I just don't I see it. But everything, everything don't deserve energy. So it's kind of like, just keep it moving. Like, shit is whack. Whoever's doing it is likely whack. Lame as fuck. And so it's like, it is what it is. Subtweets, trolls, all of that shit. Now, I'm not going to lie. Like, there are times when I get sucked into, but it's usually more about more important topics like um i might be looking at we'll go for example like with george floyd like i can only scroll past a comment saying that nigga deserved it a few times or he was a criminal this is not, i can only stomach it a, a few times before i actually comment and say something back so i get sucked in on shit like that but the everyday stupid shit every day somebody don't like you because of whatever fucking reason or they got some kind of lame-ass opinion about you based on they lame-ass perspective, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, like, it don't really deserve energy. Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm on social media, but at the same time, like, a lot of times I'm just kind of like just really just scrolling. Like, I don't really stop and give shit a lot of attention. Talk to the people I, I, I come on to talk to and, and, and keep it pushing. And it's usually about football so um that's my take on it like I, don't, I just don't think that some of that shit or those individuals even deserve your energy fuck them feed them beans we we, we talk about trolls right yeah listen uh bc i'm sick of your shit i don't even know why this is uh a question that you decided to ask us because you know that uh I promote and I support the trolls. Uh, I ain't got no problem with internet trolling at all. Cameo, I know that this is um, an area that's kind of sensitive 
um, because you can only troll so much before you 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 get a reaction out of a motherfucker, right? But man, everybody that follow me on social media know uh, I will post some shit to start some shit, whether that's my own post or a comment, and I ain't got no no big problem with it because it's all in your court, right? And how you choose to respond to it. If you don't want to give it no energy, that's your choice. But most people online, they are provoked. They are uh, motivated. They respond. My whole thing is, um, I do believe that if you don't want to have, if it's anything that you don't want to have in your space, in your energy space, you have control of that online. Uh, I do a lot of that, bro. I do. I delete. I block motherfuckers. Um, but if I'm trolling and I'm trying to make my point or I'm trying to get under your skin, uh, I ain't got no problem with that because of the fact that you have the choice whenever you want to exit the conversation. You have that choice. And, and I like trolling motherfuckers. Sometimes I like getting under motherfuckers' skin, uh, my co-hosts included. Uh, BC cameo has been plenty of instances that I've hopped on y'all posts and uh, got under y'all skin and uh, I promote and support anybody that is able to do that. You've never, you've never gotten you have under my chance. skin. You've never what? gotten under my skin. You've never gotten under my skin on a post. Okay, maybe I've never gotten under your skin, but I'm saying that I've gotten on your post and trolled. You have. I've been that character. That's the thing. Like, and I see you when you when you post shit sometimes, and you ask me, did did I see your post? I didn't see it. I saw the first couple of lines. I'm already knowing what road is going down. So, thumb upward. Like, we just keep it moving. Like, cause I already know what you want. Now, but what I'm saying is that's your choice. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. And like, so that's what I'm saying. That's the point that I'm making. You have a choice whether or not you want to engage or get into that back and forth with a motherfucker, whether you are the troll or the person that's getting trolled. And my thing is, because it's your choice, I ain't got no problem with it, bro. I'm a troll motherfucker. As soon as this show ends tonight, I cannot fucking wait to get on Instagram, Facebook. I'm no longer on Twitter. But I cannot fucking wait to get on those social media sites and troll somebody who falls for my fucking antics. I ain't got no problem with it, bro, because it's your choice whether or not you choose to engage with me. Okay, all right. So um, what are your guys' take? Because unfortunately with the trolls, um, that's what I was saying, you weren't on the screen. But, you know, a lot of times they'll make, especially like on news station or large, uh, important topics, you know, they'll make fake profiles to say whatever it is that they say. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of times community standards, you know, yourself and, and myself included, we've dealt with community standards um, because Facebook didn't understand the context in which we made our comments. Um, I could literally just be playing around and, and say, you know, I'm going to cut you or something or just put up a, an emoji with a knife. I, that, that got me seven days. Um, and then you have literally people who can call, you know, call somebody a nigger. I mean, I, and it, I just don't I don't understand it. But do you think that, you know, the the trolling and things like that is is part of why it's trickled down to us fine upstanding Facebook citizens 
and now we're punished because they can get us versus the people with the fake profiles? Um, I have a few fake profiles, so uh, I can speak to this with experience. Okay, by fake, hold on, um, hold on, wait. But by fake profiles, I mean the ones, and you know the ones I'm talking about. You'll see them. They got a picture of a dog. Or like no profile. Oh, oh, you don't mean you don't mean like an alternate. No, I don't, I don't mean backup. Mean like, I mean like the legit like fake, like like what KD did. KD, um, Kevin Durant, um, some years back was exposed, or it was brought to light because uh, cameo with his whole ass. He don't like the word exposed. Um, it was brought to light, nigga. It was brought to light that cameo uh, that uh, KD Kevin Durant. He had a burner account on Twitter that nobody knew he was behind that would get on and and uh, respond to or answer the criticism uh, that people were giving for Kevin Durant. You're talking about those um, hidden identity profiles where yes, they'll get on and troll. The ghost writer, yeah, the ghost writer that literally you you could click on them. They were just made. They got a picture of a silo or a windmill or some. some I, I, I've never I've never done that personally uh, with my online antics. If I if I reply on a different account, uh, I let you know it's Holly uh, with the with the capital L's. So I ain't never really subscribed to that, but um, I do. Because my take on it is if you feel as strongly as you do, stand on it. Whether Stand on it. And when you say stand on it, you mean don't hide behind an identity. I mean, not wait when you, because the what the way I'm meaning, again, like news station posts, you know, you'll get on there, you're calling everybody all types of names and, and stupid, dumb, whatever, but you fake it. If, you, if that's how you feel, cool, but stand on it. Because that's going to roll over into my next question. You know, a lot of times anymore, Jobs, look at your social media. That's why they tell you, you got to be careful what you post. If, if your page is not locked up, they're going to go to your social media and see kind of how you feel. That doesn't, I don't necessarily think that's right, but depending on what job it is you get, um, you know, like you want to find out about somebody, have them run for politics. They're going to dig up everything. So damn it. If, if a kid in the future wants to run for president and they look up that name and they see their mama, was it firelight, deep throating the shit out some cucumbers? They're going to have to answer for that. But, I mean, what what is your take? What is I mean, what is your your take on that? Because again, I mean, from jobs, you know, jobs will do it. Um, some landlords, you know, there's a lot of different instances where they'll look look that information up, to kind of see what it is. Are you throwing parties? You like to throw house parties? What what you what you doing with your stuff? And it's so like you know, we're talking about more lame activity. This is more lame activity. And this is the reason why social media has the platform that it has is because, and we just got through saying this because you give it the fucking life. You breathe the life into it. Ignore it. It'll go away. It will go away. Leave, let it, let it run its course. It will go away. It will go away. Like, I promise you. Like, what swear will go away? All of it. Whatever lame, whatever lame reason that whoever had to, to make an account with a lotion bottle as the profile picture or a fucking pencil 
or whatever the fuck, a puppy, a unicorn, whatever, whatever the fuck it is, if you don't give it attention, it will shrivel up and die. But that was that was the point that we was making with some of the challenges that you didn't condone necessarily some some episodes and so what happens so okay so let's go back to that since y'all just want to talk about these punk ass challenges for for whatever reason so what happens when the challenge gets old when people stop liking the when people stop looking at it stop giving it views stop liking it eventually people stop doing it because it's not it ain't hot it ain't getting no attention that's not gonna get me no likes if I go and do this, like right now, if we if, if I did the mannequin challenge right now, if I went and choreographed the whole mannequin challenge, I probably wouldn't get the attention that I would have got. What was that four years ago? I probably wouldn't get that type of attention. It's done. So you let the shit run its course, bro. It's like it's not. Trolls, even online bullies like. What, nigga? What? Because I'm sick of your shit. What, nigga? I don't feel like... If your kid is being online bullied, you need to sit down and have a conversation with somebody as a parent. Your kid shouldn't be getting online bullied. Your kid should not feel like, okay, I'm going to get online and what... Ever the fuck this individual over here is saying matters. Like that that's the environment that they grow up in, though, bro. Like these kids bro, are not so growing that's what up. I'm saying. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, bro, the first time, the first time that your kid comes up to you and and or you catch your kid crying about some shit that somebody said to him in the park or whatever on 2K. And they really feel bad about that. And you need to sit them. First of all, you need to turn the game off for about a week. And you really need to sit down and have a conversation with them and let them know this is some bullshit that really doesn't fucking matter. And that's when you say, if you can't handle that shit, then you don't need to, you don't need to be on social media. You don't need to have a phone. You need to go get you a motherfucking aerial motherfucking brick phone and not have no access to the Internet at all. Because that shit shouldn't matter. Like it's just certain shit that should not. It shouldn't affect you like that. It's it interesting you say that though, because literally you just said you're tired of hearing Kwame, you know, come back and clap back from everybody bullying him. That's not you're what I said. There back. you go again. You're changing the narrative. That's not what I said. I said That's it's what... getting repetitive. I'm you go sorry. ahead. You tell me what I said. Tell me what I it's said. It's getting repetitive. You're tired, but basically you're tired of hearing it. I don't give a fuck. It's not about me being tired of it. What I said was, at this point, he's doing it for show. I think he's doing it for show. Continue doing it. I don't give a fuck because at some point, as a matter of fact, I've already stopped listening to it. I, I listened to it because, it, like, just to see what he was talking about for a second, and I've moved on. Like, I, I didn't even hear about the Charlemagne shit until Holly just said it. So no, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like he can continue ranting if he wants to, continue ranting for as long as you fucking feel like you want to rant about it. 
So no, that's not what I said. I'm not sick of it. Do what you fucking do. I'm not giving it any more attention because I think it's old. Okay. Um, just so I can say my stance, because, you know, of course, we're broadcast everywhere. I, I don't condone online bullying. Unfortunately, there have been adults and children who have lost their lives. They've, they've taken their own lives behind online bullying. I understand what Cameo is saying. As far as somebody should sit down and tell their child, it's not a big fucking deal. But until you're in that situation and you know the whole thing, it's not just sometimes it's not as simple as just saying, stay off the game or whatever, whatever. But that's neither here nor there. We are coming towards the end. So we're going to we're going to kind of wrap up and, and check in and see what everybody's sick of. Um, so, Cameo, we'll, we'll start with you. What are you sick of? I'm sick of you online warriors. I'm tired of your shit. Um, my apologies for coming on late. This I had some some things that happened that kept me from uh, getting on earlier. Um, so I didn't get a chance to really speak on some of the other shit, um, some of the topics that I had ready to, to go for tonight. Um, so so I'm, I'm going to speak on that. I'm sick of these online beefs. I'm sick of these online. I just want you to see this drama that I'm in. I'm sick of this, this whole bullshit. Um, can't really get onto it right now because we don't have a lot of time left in this show, but um I saw some shit on Snapchat. I haven't been on Snapchat in a while. Got on Snapchat and saw a two-day beef that this young lady had with another young lady over a nigga that they both was fucking. And she is a self-admitted side piece. And it was just really tragic. It was just really disgusting watching the whole thing. And again, I just felt like it was some shit that she took the opportunity to use her platform to get some views, to get a few comments in her shit or whatever. And, this and, that. and again, it's just lame and it's just promoting lame behavior. And and anybody who's like really watching it, because if you're entertained by something, it means you're kind of influenced by it. So if you can find some entertainment in that, the chances are you probably going to turn around and try and do some of the same whack shit. So I'm sick of y'all shit. You say that, but you also said that it was a two-day beef, meaning you were watching it for those two days. Yeah. Yeah, Did you yeah, unfollow yeah. them because it was toxic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. BC, BC, let me explain something to you. Because you keep we, we trying to make you keep trying to make me out to be this lame nigga that's doing I said I have, not, I have not been on Snapchat in a while. I got on. So what happens is for 24 hours, your whatever you fucking video is still there. So the 24 hour mark started at we just throw a random time out there at 6 p.m. the day before. It went to 6 p.m. the night the night after, and then continued after that. So I'm seeing snaps. And yes, I'm kind of thumbing through them. You can skip. You don't have to watch the whole shit, but you can kind of skip through and see that this shit went on for two days and it was the same topic. But you kept skipping. You kept hitting the button to skip through, though. Never. That's not the. All right. So you're sick of of drama that yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. watch. Look, you don't watch. Let me let me let me let me let me speak my piece. Um, I'm sick of cameo shit <laughs> once again. Uh, Cameo is a resident bad guy, 
and I'm just going to get into character with that. What BC is saying is you saw this uh, two-day-old beef on social media, and uh, you decided to follow it. It would have been just as easy for you to unfollow, block, unfriend that person that was doing some shit that you know you don't condone as far as online actics so i'm really uh i'm sick of your shit cameo i'm sick of my own shit because i i condone uh through hitting the like button double tapping that heart button comes up on instagram there's a lot of online behavior and antics that i necessarily don't condone or support uh, that I might hit the like button on. And I think Cameo, you are guilty of the same thing as most of us fellas are. Uh, some shit that we might not necessarily want to see our daughters or our family members doing. And so I'm sick of your shit. I'm sick of my own shit for condoning that type of behavior through the likes and the uh, double tapping on Instagram to get that heart reaction. Uh, shout out to my nigga Marley Young. Cameo, shout out to you because you brought this to me years ago. However, there have been instances where we have fallen short and I'm sick of our shit for that. So that's where I'm at. BC, what you sick of? I mean, it, it's quite simple. I'm still very sick at my daughter's high school because I'm ready to get this over with. And the fact I got to wait a whole nother week. I literally have to take my daughter to an orientation for college and come back for her to walk across the stage. I'm, I'm just very sick with the school district and, and the school in particular, because all the other schools in this very large district have figured something out. And this daggum school has not. So that is what I am. I am sick of, um, because if, if anyone has a, a senior that has graduated, you understand it's a very stressful time. And so you just want to get it done so you can move on to the next next crisis or issue. And so that that is that is life. And I'm like I said, I'm sick of it. It's some bullshit, especially since she actually has the degree. She actually has the degree. She's going to walk to get to sleep. Shout out. Shout just, out to your daughter. Um, so, it's been a long time coming, regardless of the politics and uh, everything that you're dealing with, uh, with the school and the graduation. Shout out to your daughter. Like we said last week, shout out to the graduates. So um, I do want to touch base and let everybody give everybody a heads up. We've only got a couple more shows uh, before we go on our, our season finale. Um, take a little break. So, you know, the next next couple shows are going to be awesome as only we can provide. Um, and then of course the return is going to be epic. Uh, we look forward to everybody tuning in for all of those. Um, but if we don't have anything else, we're going to go ahead and say thank you so much for tuning in this evening for listening later and watching later on. We do appreciate y'all so much uh, and have a good rest of your week. Hello.